And it, you know, for me, my plan was when I got home to relax. It was just to chill. Yeah, that's, that's a of, tough one, bro. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> so I'm in my room with my stake president, and I tell him my plan. He's like, <laughs> and he just said, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Season two. Mm. We're back. Took a break. Took a good break, bro. It's kind of nice. It Christmas, was actually really nice. New Year's. Enjoy nice. time with the family. Yeah, it was a good time. It's nice. Make some adjustments. Yes, sir. We got this. Uh, if you guys are, are watching on the on like Facebook or YouTube, you see we got this flag behind us, behind Caleb and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're listening, go check it out. It's kind of a dope flag. Someone donated it to us. One of our listeners donated it to us. We appreciate it very much. She wants to stay anonymous. <laughs> she wants to stay anonymous. That's fine. So, bro. She hey, paid yo, for it. Which one, bro? Which one? Respect it. Um, but season two, season man. Two, bro. Did you think we'll be here? No. Yeah, I mean, no, I really didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't it's because of you guys. Before. It's because you guys were we out here chilling. Appreciate all you guys. <laughs> um, for the good eight people watching, we appreciate it, boys. No, that's good to be good back. back. Uh, we got some good things. We got some good things planned. Starting off tonight with Colson. Tell me, Colson, my boy, good boys. Colson Foster. This is my dog, bro. This is my dog. This is one of my day ones. Huh? I thought I was your dog. No, 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 no. He he trumps you, bro. He trumps you. So this is my boy, Colson Foster. Colson, Um, we'll switch seats when you hop on here. I've known Colson for years now. He uh, he's a good family friend, but he's more of a family friend. He's like basically family now. For sure, I respect it. We actually had a vote in my family on who was the best best friend, and he won. Does he know that? He does now. He does now. He does now. <laughs> Get him in there. Nah, this is my dog, Costa Fossa. He uh he served this mission um 20, 2018. He's an old guy. Old guy. Old. Served in Brisbane, Australia. Australia, man. Homeland, Aussie land. Aussie, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. So he's been back um a few years now. Got married a few years ago. You know, okay. that's the dream. Okay. And he actually has a little uh little baby foster on the way. Oh, boy or girl. Do you know? I think he's a I think it's a boy. It's a oos. Sweet dude. He oos. Right so uh, first one gotta be a boy. Yeah, one thing about Colson I love this kid, bro. He's been in our family for years. He's an honorary member of the uh Polynesian community. Mm. He's more honorary than me sometimes. How do you, how do you join that? How do, how do I go to the you just gotta you just gotta be an oos, you know what I'm saying? He's just the honorary member, Clearly not, because I'm not a part of the community. He's so just an honorary member, bro. He's a dude. He be doing more polish stuff than we do, dude. So <laughs> let's get him on here. Coach, let's bring him Coach on, boy. Hey! Yes, sir. Yes, sir, my boy. What's up, bro? Welcome, man. Well, first question on the pod. First question on the pod. Um, Who's the GOAT? Easy, man. LeBron James. Yes, sir. LeBron, LeBron James. James. We just got to put it out there. We just got to put it out there. LeBron, we know you're listening, bro. We know you're listening. Hey, say say day, what's up man. to Brownie for us. We appreciate the time, man. But how's your day, man, bro? Oh, it's been great. Great to be here with you guys, man. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. Bro, thanks for the. Thanks for making the drive out here, dude, because you know it's a long one. Um, hey, man. Welcome to our pod. Guest 99. I know you watched a few episodes. Oh, I've been watching all of them. They're great. What's, your, what's your favorite bro. episode? Man, I gotta, I gotta give it to my guy Tiger, man. Yes, Tiger, Tiger, Tag. Tiger from season I love one, you, bro. <laughs> Great episode, dude. My amazing dog. man, dude. Amazing man. Yeah. So, it's true. Not only was his story like super crazy, but the spirit was so strong. Like not only when we were recording that, but like I went back and listened to it too. 
which admittedly I don't typically do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, we record them. You know, I got to hear the story, experience it. But I went back and listened to that one. And that one, that is just a super powerful story. Mm-hmm. So if you guys out there, if you haven't listened to Tagger Barney from season one, seriously, go listen to it. Like, That's it. after this one. Yeah, after, after this, one, this one, go listen to Taggart's. But, <laughs> I think uh, that subscribe button. But it's a really good one. It's a really good one. Exactly, bro. But yeah, once again, thanks for coming on, dude. It's a big deal. Um, like I said, season two. We didn't think we were going to be here, but we are because of the, f- the fan service. They said, bring us back, boys. Bring us back. I'm like, all right, man. We'll see what we can do. But yeah, man. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? From Kern, Utah. Yes, born sir. And raised. K-Town, K-Town, boys. <laughs> K-Town. <laughs> yes, sir. There you go. Born and raised in K-Town. It's a good time. It's a good time. Um, how old are you? I'm 26. 26, 26. years of age. Yep. It's a good age. It's a good it's age. It's the prime, boys. It is. Drink prime. You no, know, that's prime. like been married for a couple of years. You got a kid on the way. <laughs> 26, 27. It's a good. I imagine it's a good stage of life. Yeah, I feel like it not is. quite there yet. Tough, but I imagine you know? that's like <laughs> the next like ten years of your life are probably gonna be like super stressful, mm-hmm. but some of the best like memories that you create yeah. with your family. Oh, 100 percent. The last few years have been nothing but memories, and it's been hard. It's been hard at times, but it's been very rewarding and. Mm. I, yeah, I couldn't ask for anything else at this point, so it's the best. <laughs> yeah, I like that you said that. We'll definitely touch upon that yeah, because we, um, we definitely want to get into that type of stuff because mm-hmm. your story is super unique. You know, like me and this guy, we're not married and we don't have no kids on the way <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> no, not <That> possible. <laughs> no, I just, I just making sure. <laughs> just making sure, you know, it is. Super safe, man. So, yeah, we'll definitely touch into that. Let's start from the beginning. Um, I mentioned a little bit about your mission, um, Brisbane. Yes, Australia. Brisbane. Yep, Brizzy. Dude, what do you think about when you open that? Man, I was I was shocked, but you know, to to be honest, that it was either New Zealand or Australia. Yes, sir. That's where I wanted to go, and He's I an honorary Polly, bro. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> it's so in the I Pacific, man. I had to go to the yes, Pacific. Sir. And yeah, it was it was awesome. I when I read my mission call, uh, I said Brisbane. <laughs> I didn't know until I got to Australia that it was he wasn't Brisbane. quite he wasn't quite honorary back then. Nah, 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 he is nah, now. Yeah, now I am. He I had to qualify, know. you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's Brisbane, not Brisbane. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Yep. Dude, that's so sick. Bro. What was it like there? What was like what's the culture of Australia? I've never been there. No, yeah, it's it's definitely different from here in America. Um people love their rugby. You yep. know, it's eat, sleep, rugby, mm-hmm, repeat. Mm-hmm. Um they're very laid back, chill, you know, they'll talk to you or so, there's some mean ones <laughs> yeah. some mean, mean aussies out there but you know you grow to love them and they're amazing people you got there's a amazing people out there and you know it's where caleb's from and i met some of his family and so it was man the best mm. amazing people dude aussie land's a good place love man good it. food good vibes on yeah. there um so that's super cool did you uh did you always want to go oh yeah i i think it was always in the back of my head, like growing up in the like growing up in the church. You know, I was born and raised in the church, and I always just every time I go to church, like I'm gonna be up there one day yeah. giving my farewell talk. I'll be coming yep, back with yep. my homecoming talk. As I is, that's what I wanted to do, and I feel like I needed to do it. You know, not only for me, but for you know the Lord and you know Heavenly Father and my parents, and I had to and yeah. I wanted to. So. It was kind of a no-brainer for me. Dude, that's the best, bro. That's the best when you like you want to, and you know you're gonna do it. Yeah. Because yeah, is it a big step? Oh, for sure, it's a big step, right? It's a big deal to go, but you've already planned your life to like, dude, I'm gonna be gone for two years. Yeah. yeah. No girls, no games, no hoop, <laughs> yep. no sports, no nothing. I'm gonna nothing. go 
focus on the Lord for two. This years, random bro. dude and the Lord by my side. Yeah. For this random for real, dude. <laughs> random, random, random random talk dude. about that. Never met. Random dude. Never met him. We don't yeah. talk about that much, eh? Hey. A random dude for six weeks of your life. Mm-hmm. He has the best buddies for the next six weeks. For the next six weeks. So you got one dude. You got some random dude you just became best friends with over these past six weeks. Random Dog. dude. Crazy. Next, literally the next day, you are stuck with this random dude yep. who you could get along with and become one of your best friends after the mission. Shucks. Or you could hate his guts. Yeah, that was oh, so And I have to get along with him, right? And just yep. and make it work, right? And obviously, mm-hmm. you become better than that, right? But, but yeah, you're yeah. just stuck with this random dude for six months. I think it's crazy, man. Yeah. Wow. How was a how was the transition for you like going into a mission? Was it a tough transition for you? Man, it it was it was pretty hard. Uh like right before I left, um I, I didn't know what to expect, especially Australia. Yeah. And then uh they put us into the MTC and that schedule was crazy. <laughs> You're in the classroom twenty five eight, like <laughs> bro, it's a man. lot. It's a so lot. this guy does not work. <laughs> it's true, I do. It's true, bro. It's a lot. And so that that alone and was that I was only there for ten days. We were supposed to be there for wow. an extra days? week, I think. But there were so days. many missionaries coming and going, mm. they had to get us out. They didn't oh. have room. Yeah, so they're like, oh, um, you're actually going tomorrow. <laughs> was this, so, question, was this like around like the time age change? Like the yes. age? Yeah, it was about okay. that. Yeah, that makes sense. About that that makes sense then. Yeah, so yeah. I was 18 when I left. Okay. Uh, and so there was, the MTC was completely at max capacity. capacity. Yeah. 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 And so everywhere we went, it was just crowded. And the classrooms, you know, there was probably... If I remember, like twelve or thirteen of us in one classroom, and all of us going obviously to different missions. Some of us the same, but man, that hit me hard. Like yeah. coming from sleeping in the fir- the day before, <laughs> like oh I'm good, I, this is gonna be easy. Then waking up in the MTC at six, <laughs> I was like, what the? Oh man, <laughs> yeah, crazy. That's what MTC is for, man. Yeah, because you did online, right? I did. I did. No, you're hybrid. I did a week of online, and then I was able to go in person to the MCC. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was full online, so, bro. So it was kind of interesting. You were online, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah I remember that. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah, crazy. No, I, was, yeah. I was able, and I kind of like that because, like, I got the opportunity to get to know like the members of my district or like yeah. you know the, the missionaries I was gonna be spending time with. Yeah. And then when we showed up like a week later, it was like you already knew each other. You were friends. It was almost felt like a little mini reunion, mm-hmm. even though you'd never met these people before. It felt like you knew them. You felt like you were a family. Yeah. There was no like awkward stage of trying to get to know these random people. Oh yeah, right? and so sure. it, was just, it was a nice flow into into the MTC. It didn't make a big, it didn't make for this big adjustment. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, like my MTC group that I was with. Like they right when we met each other, they were just automatically like one of your best friends. Yeah, yeah. and we like as we went throughout our missions, we still emailed each other and asked each other like how are you doing and it was just really cool to see and we were, we got super close and it the mtc like it, it is scary to think about and like when you get there it's like a whole new world pretty much but it's probably where the safest and most spiritual place you can yeah. prepare so it was an amazing experience so yeah it's like, it's a good it, shock man. to have bro it's like okay it. this is your life now for the next yeah. two years so like for me it was kind of like a soft MC, mtc because i was online right mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would get out of class and boys are watching movies and stuff and I'll just like sit down and watch with them. <laughs> my president said I could, but so it is what it is. So then someone, I remember like my first uh, day flying out to Detroit, probably one of like the toughest days of my life because it was such a, a slap in the face of, well, oh, you're in now. Like yeah. there was no, yeah, I had MTC, but it was like, yeah, you're still at home. You know, you're yeah. kind of just doing like school Yeah, and then you get slapped in the face with that. So 
that's a crazy transition. Um, but you made it. You made it to Aussie land. Had a great two years. Served well. Um, AP. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> not here. <laughs> no one here not it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it is what it yeah, is. Me neither, me neither. Yeah, not us. <laughs> Definitely not us. Thank goodness, bro. Um, and then I assume you made some great relationships with some members, especially with the Polywood. You served on a few oh, Polywoods, well, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, so, uh, so I was. No, yes, yeah, so I was. Um, most of the members out there that I was around was, was Polynesian, um, a lot from New Zealand. Yep. Uh, a lot of New Zealanders move over to Australia, and I was with them a lot. They actually put me in the Tongan branch. Hey. So I was, I was in the Tongan, I guess you could say program. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. So, He's an honorary dog, boys. <laughs> so I uh, learned, learned some Tongan, and you know, and that was that was really fun. Like most amazing people, man. The Polynesians take care of you, and also the Aussies too. Like the culture is kind of the same, and they really take care of their own and take care of those who you know leave their families yeah. and come over and help them and yeah. serve them. They, I, I was taken care of. I was spoiled to be honest. So and, sick, bro. Uh, I couldn't. Yeah, I'm. I'm in debt to those people for what. Not only did they took care of me, but they helped me grow spiritually. Good man. So, Good man. Best. That's the best, bro. They take care of you physically and spiritually. There's no better combination. Them eats, man. bro. Them eats. <laughs> I'm. I'm curious though. I, you've been home for a little while now. Do you still stay in contact with some of those people you taught or some of the members that you made? All the time. Really? Yeah. That's like, odd. See, like that's how I want to be. Trash like, at that. Few, no, so there's bad. a few. There's a few that I still stay in contact with. Mm-hmm. that like i'm good at being in contact yeah. with most of them i'm not like and it's crazy because nowadays like we do we do so much like yeah. back in back then we did so much with technology mm-hmm. back on the mission so it was super easy like just get their facebook and now you can yep. now guaranteed way of t- stay in contact with them mm-hmm. and even now it's still like i don't know i don't yeah. you know i'm not <laughs> as good as, it, as i wish i was or as i should be i don't know so that's really i like that i like that you're still in contact with some of them because yeah. You made a big impact on them, and they they probably made a big impact on you too, right? Yeah, so huge. you know, keep that relationship going. Yeah, it doesn't, I doesn't I talk to them so much. Like I mean, I I I uh, Facetimed one of them a couple weeks ago. Mm, yeah, and we just you know talked it out for about an hour and just talked about life, you yeah. know, and just how they're doing, and you know we miss each other, and just you know just saying you love them yeah. because that's what is. I don't know. For me, I'm on my mission, like. I really wanted to to make those connections and those relationships because, you know, the they might see missionaries, you know, as they're just missionaries and like not a friend. But I really, mm. you know, like something that I learned um, from other missionaries and you know being trained was just to really be a friend to them, let them know that you love them and you care for them, yeah. and that you want to help them. And they're and and it was reciprocated like back to me. And I, I love those people, man. Mm. I you know, and yeah. I love talking to them still. So. It's awesome. Yeah, that's the best, bro. Definitely love something it. to get better at. <laughs> it's, it's so easy. It's so easy, but it's work. so hard at the same time. It yep. It's just life is life, man. It's life yeah. is life, but it is what it is. That's super cool, man. Well, let's fuck, let's kind of shift gears a little bit about post-mission life, right? Mm. Um, quick little experience. I remember when you came back and we went to your homecoming, and I remember, I don't remember much about it. Um, the talk was kind of iffy, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but I remember at the end, you bought your testimony, I think it was in Tongan. I think you boys have been talking. Is that right? Yeah, my yeah my my second. I gave two homecoming talks because uh, my parents moved. But yeah, that's right. Yeah, ward, mm. I, I think gave. we went to like the Kearns one. Yeah, your home yeah. One. So my home ward. Yeah, I gave. I yeah, I learned so much tongue. I wanted to, yeah. to share it. So that's cool. I, know, I, remember, yeah. I remember that specifically. I remember sitting down and listening to. It, I was like, man, that's super cool because like 
because the way we know you is like you're best friends with my brother Ethan, right? My older brother. Mm, yeah. Um, but like I said in the beginning, it's more become more like not even a family friend anymore. My you like probably just our family now, right? For sure. Yeah. So that's just how it is. So I remember when we went there, but that was back then when yeah, it was still like Ethan's friend. Mm -hmm. But I remember sitting there, me being young. I think I was a junior in high school, senior in high school. Like I know I wanted to go. Still kind of like. You know how it is, high school's high school, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I remember seeing you and coming back and doing that. I'm like, man, like whatever happened those two years, that's what I want. Mm -hmm. And then a few months down the, down the line, my my other brother came back. He went to Fresno, and it was the same thing. I was like, man, like that's what I want. Like, mm -hmm. I want something yeah. like I want something like that in my in my life. Um, and obviously, you know, we all serve missions here, and and we tried our best. So I just wanted to say that. But post mission, um, how was that adjusting back to you? Man, it it's you know. It can be a lot of you know things. It it was hard, um, and but I feel like it's kind of a. I I wouldn't say like the word is stereotype, but I think people expect return missionaries to have a tough go, and it's true. Like you have a target on your back, you know, mm -hmm. you just did the most amazing thing, you know, for two years of your life, and now you're back to to the world. Yeah. You know, you're you know kind of vulnerable in a way, and it you know for me, my plan was when I got home to relax it was just to chill yeah and that's, and a, that's a i'm in my room with my stake president and i tell him my plan he's like <laughs> and he just said uh, yeah pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> he was like are you serious <laughs> he's like that's what you came back with that's what you learned no i was like what do i do what do i do <laughs> but he's like no you're going to school and i got back a week before christmas and spring semester started in what, like three weeks, mm, I think, yeah. first week of January. And so he's like, "You're going, you're going to school," and that was probably the best thing to happen to me was yeah. to go right away. I didn't really know what I was going to go to school for, but I did. That's why I did, and it definitely was a, a changing point for me and like my my outlook on my future. And I am very grateful for his advice. And my dad was kind of the same way. He after my stake president left, he was like. Yeah, he's he's an, he's an inspired man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, glad you said I didn't have to. Yeah, it's like, I'm glad stick president did that. So. You respect him more than you respect me. <laughs> yep. And so, I, yeah, and it was you know it was still hard, uh, you know, not being with someone or not doing the exact same thing every single day, um, and so it was hard to adjust to that point. But I I knew I didn't need to put so much pressure on myself, and I think return missionaries can. They feel that pressure when they shouldn't yeah. and you know like just come home and do what you learn and do what you did for two years and just live your life let it take its course and let heavenly father just be your you know be your instructor let him take over and let your life just go and i think that's uh i, I it took me a few years after to learn that yeah and so i i really try to you know to tell return recent return missionaries to do that like don't put a lot of pressure on you, you know, just enjoy it, have fun, hang with your family, your friends, your, your mission president, like go to the reunions. And I think that will really help you, um, succeed, you know, and stay the course, you know, stay on, you know, stay the path that you taught so many people to do. And that, I'm still trying to do that. I'm mm -hmm. still trying, you know, it's not, uh, I'm not perfect at all to do, you know, and right now, and, but I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm on a good path and like striving to do my best. So. Dude, yeah. that was a sick answer, bro. A few things that, that kind of caught my mm. attention was uh, you talked about how um, 
it took it's still taking you time and it took you a few years to figure that out. Yeah. And it's so true. I think um that pressure of and it's kind of a pressure you put on yourself mm. and then it's doubled back on other people. Yep. But you think it's other people, but is it really or is it more mm. just you? Yeah. Um and you think like bro, I just served this crazy mission. I need to come back perfect. I need to come back, wake it up on time. I need to be planning my life out. I need to get married. I need yeah. to go to school. I need to find a so career. So stress about. Exactly, bro. And I like what you said that it took you a few years to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a whole life and a whole eternity to figure it out, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we got time, boys. <laughs> we got time. Dang time. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but it's so true, though, because, like, you know, I felt that pressure, too, and I also probably felt it as well. And, oh, yeah. and a lot of return missionary have. Still- I still do sometimes. Exactly, bro. And we, how long have you been on? Like six months six, now? Six months now, yeah. And he's been back for three or four years, and he's still yeah. trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, for real. What's the secret combination? Tell us. I'm sick and tired of it. <laughs> no, I agree. I think, I think right, it, it takes time to, 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 not, to learn to not put that pressure on yourself, but I think the earlier that missionaries can also learn that they're going to make mistakes and that's okay, yep. mm-hmm. the better off you're going to be. Oh, yeah. Right? Because sure. when you're on your mission, right, like, you are trying to be as obedient as you possibly can. You're striving for 100% obedience, right? And so obviously that's going to be your same mindset when you come home, 100% obedience, different different standards that you're living by, right? Not like, you know, you know what I mean, right? There's different rules on the mission, right? But you're still striving for that 100% obedience. And when you don't hit it, I feel like you beat yourself up so much more now that you're home. You feel like you're failing yourself, you're failing your family, you're failing the people you taught on your mission, your companions, your mission president, right? The people around you, that's not the case. Yeah. People around you are making mistakes and failing every day. Yeah. Right. And I think the sooner that you can realize that I'm going to make mistakes and that's okay, I need to recognize those mistakes and recognize how I can minimize those mistakes, the, the better off you're going to be. Mm. Right. And I think that's such a, that, that took me a couple months to realize. And I'm still trying to help myself remember that often. I think you're going to make mistakes and that's okay. Repent, change, and be better. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with, with that too. Like, you know, it, you I've made tons of mistakes when I got home. Like, it, it's part of growing. It's part mm-hmm. of just human nature to make those mistakes. And you're like, I, you know, I would be, I was so hard on myself for making those mistakes. And yeah. that's when I kind of, I actually, you know, like got a little, not depressed, but like sad. You know, yeah. I just kind of got into a shell and just was like this is my life i'm gonna make mistakes and i wasn't like really motivated to change or to fix those mistakes Mm -hmm. and you know and i feel like that happens it could happen to a lot of people but what really got me back to like to being myself and to being fully invested back into the church again was like you know you taught people that there was someone who came and made that easier for you and Mm -hmm. that was you know your savior and remembering (sighs) that and being like I, I taught someone that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I need to do, I need to apply what I taught exactly. to myself. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so I was like, man, what am I doing? <laughs> so I already know so, the answer to the test. I yeah. Doing. And so that's, that helps me a lot in just remembering, like, remembering who you touch, but remembering who touched you. Yeah. Mm. And that was obviously pe- the people, the spirit, you know, your savior, like, you, you just have to remember, yeah. you know, what, why you were there and why, like, what you're doing now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I agree, dude. That is... Yeah, I, that's you just can't what say it is. Better than that. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. I'm gonna say anything about that because that's perfect. But I was on the dot. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think you know, come off the mission, we struggle a lot, right? Um. And you talked about how that kind of helped you out. Is like, man, I taught this to someone who has no idea about anything about the restored gospel, 
and I'm inviting them to do it, you know, why can't I do it? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I, and I, I definitely have thoughts like that too. I'm just like, man, I'm telling people to study every single day. I ain't studying every single day. <laughs> yeah, like, well, what's yeah, wrong yeah, with me? Like, why can't I do it? I mean, that's just mm-hmm. how life works yeah. and life gets busy, but um, you just have to stay the course, right? You said that, stay the course and be motivated. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't remember who said it was one of the conferences about being a lazy disciple. Mm. How a lazy disciple doesn't grow their yeah. faith. Yeah. And it's so true. It's just like if we're just going through the motions, you know, going to church and whatever it is and like barely scripture study, maybe a prayer here and there, you're not really motivated to do anything. But um, but thanks for sharing about that because that was amazing. Um, but let's touch in a little bit about um, about marriage and about how that's been. Mm. Um, shout out to shout out to the wifey. Hey, Melissa. Love yes, you. sir. Shout out to the <laughs> wifey. Man, Best man. thing in the world. He out here with the boys. <laughs> he ain't doing, he ain't doing nothing crazy. He really did come to the podcast. He really is here. <laughs> it is a Friday night. He's here. I promise. <laughs> He's just running on the loop, boys. <laughs> That's hilarious. Nah, serious. but tell us tell us a little bit about how you found her. How'd you how'd you how'd you and Melissa meet? Yeah, you know, so I I, I met her a few years after my mission. Um. Long story short, I had a birthday party up at uh, Willard Bay. Um, Caleb's older brother and his wife now, Sarah, came and a lot of my other friends. And they, my one of the friends that came invited Melissa to come. And I didn't know who she was, but she was at my birthday party. I was like, that's fine. He's like, oh, less. Okay. 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 So, okay. so, <laughs> we're at the lake, you know, and playing volleyball on the beach. Yes, sir. And then off the corner to my eye, I just kept looking. I was like, who is that? Who's that? Who's that? And so she was just sitting there all day. I didn't really talk to her at all because... I don't know. I just the nerves. It was there. I wanted to, but I was nervous. She could be the one. Yeah. And so I'm getting ready to. Um, we had a bunch of jet skis, and so I was getting ready to go put them back on the trailer. And uh, she was about to leave, and then I was like, "Hey, thanks for coming to my party." And then 30 minutes later, we were just we were still there talking. Yeah. It was getting dark, and dang, just the to be honest, like it, it's crazy. She asked me this a lot. She's like, "How did you know I was the one?" <laughs> I was like. To be honest, the first thirty minutes talking to you, wow. <laughs> and so I was like, "Must be nice." This, this is, <laughs> I was For like, real. "But I, I wasn't getting overly confident, you know, because she, she don't, she might not like me." Yeah, yeah. And so we went, and uh, that was the night. Um, and then the next day, I actually go on, on a week long trip with you, uh, your family. I think you're. Was it when we went to St. George? Yeah, I that? remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, it was right yeah. before I left. Yep. Yeah. So we went to St. George. And, Wait, I remember uh, this. Yeah. Okay, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I think you were texting her and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I slid into the DM. Best way to do it. Yes, sir. Just slide in. You know, slide Insta- Instagram. Like, you you know she <laughs> read it too. So it's like, that's on dating she- apps. Oh yeah, no dating app. Okay, okay, continue. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> a, don't do dating app. Anyway. <laughs> we ain't doing them. Just, just, we ain't doing Yeah. Send it to DMs. Up, 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 Yeah, I, I messaged her and I was like, hey, thanks again for coming. I didn't know what to say. I was yeah. nervous. But I was like, so uh, how are you doing? <laughs> I was just basically, I was just So how's like, your day been? <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, she's not going to respond, Ethan. I was telling Caleb too. I was like, guys, I don't think she likes me. And then maybe thirty minutes later, yes, sir, <laughs> boys. I was like, who, who, who? And it was Melissa. And Responds right away. Yep, yep. And we were texting the whole trip while I was with them. They're like, "Man, Colton, are you texting on your phone and laughing?" Yeah, I, I was like, that. "Oh, it's uh, you know that girl from the lake." So, yeah, I, I was messaging her, and then the day we got back, we got back probably three o'clock in the afternoon, six o'clock. I was at her house. Going on our first date. What a G, bro. <laughs> so I was like, no let's go. Time. Let's make it happen. Wasted no time. And ever that after the first date, we 
hung out every day for eight months and then i kind of knew right away like i said this is you know someone who i can see my life with who as we are dating who she loves me for me yeah she also loves me to you know correct me criticize me to make me become a better person and a better man a better priesthood holder and i knew that's what i needed Mm -hmm. and i i definitely needed her and then eight months later i popped a question yeah (laughs) and then was it was it time was it like the late December, January yeah, time? Yeah, New Year's Eve. I remember yeah, that. I was on New Year's you know why I remember that? Because I was out for like a week and I called this dude. I was like, what's up, bro? Oh, yeah. Congrats, yeah, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Melissa was like, who's this fool? Yeah. <laughs> was like, who's that? And, uh, yeah, you did call me. You were the f- right after. We were driving uh, to dinner right after I proposed. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to call you. I was pretty disobedient, but it is what it is now. Hey, we already know that, bro. It is what no, it I is. <laughs> but yeah, and the rest is history. Like, we've been together for. Um, almost three years married, mm-hmm. uh, known each other for about four years. We have a little boy on the way, you know. <laughs> do you guys, maybe you don't want to share this. So we no, yeah, yeah. What what names or do you have? Have you decided on a name? Well, to, uh, we haven't really decided on one. We're still thinking, but we know for sure it's going to be a Samoan name. Yeah. Yeah. Like she, my wife is Samoan. Yes, okay, okay. Sir. okay. So I was in the Tongan program, but I ended up going with the Samoan. <laughs> program, bro? No, no, uh, no offense, but. That's hilarious. So, you know, six, eight, five, you know, to yes, the world. Yes, sir, baby. <laughs> there, and there. So, yeah, we, we, you know, we definitely know that it's going to be a Polynesian first name. Uh, okay. That's sick. You know, he has the, the whitest last name. <laughs> hey, Fox, uh, hey, it is what it is. No, okay. That's yeah, sick. Sure. That's super sick, man. That's the cool. congrats, bro. That's super cool to see. Uh, awesome. To see my older brother having a little baby running around, with baby yeah. Nova, and then yourself too. You're gonna have one, dude. Mm-hmm. The time flies. That's the is what you've been working for your whole life, right? In the gospel, yeah. right? I mean, that's the a ceiling is the crowning ordinance, right? The crowning covenant. Mm-hmm. But then you ultimately you're you're working yeah. towards having a family of your own, yeah. kids of your own to raise and to mm-hmm. to raise them in the gospel. Yeah, I want to touch up on that and what you're talking about the yeah. ceiling. So like for you and Melissa, bro, was a temple marriage always the goal? Was it always something as we're work, working towards? How'd that come about? Yeah, for sure. Um it obviously, you know, I, I've always wanted that, but Melissa, she always wanted that as well. Like mm. she always knew in the back of her mind that a temple marriage was what she desired for herself. And I had to make sure that I was the man to do that for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember talk. I remember asking her parents for permission to marry her. Oh, by the way, that's the most nerve wracking thing you'll experience, <laughs> man. Like not even asking someone to be baptized. Like, you're, asking, like, like, you're asking the parents to marry her daughter, man. Shut up. Especially the poly parents, bro. Yeah, I was like Shoot. sweating, dude. I was like crying. I was like, this is so hard. <laughs> I was like pretty much begging, dude. That's and hilarious. The mom, like uh, the you know my sweet mother in law, she she you know she got emotional, and then she said, "Oh, of course, you know, Colson, you can yep, you yep, can marry yep. her." And then then the dad, my awesome father in law, man, he was like, "You want to marry in the temple?" <laughs> I was like, "Yes, sir." Good man. Good <laughs> man. I was like, yes, sir. So good man. Yeah, but we actually got married civil first. Mm, we we mm, did a we did a ceremony. COVID. Um. Yeah. Yeah. COVID was a, a huge reason. Um. So we did a civil marriage first, and then uh, a few months later, we went to San Diego and got sealed mm. in the San Diego. Dang, San Diego beautiful is so temple. nice, bro. Beautiful temple. Yeah. That's so sick. Yeah, Melissa, it, it's funny too, my, my, my bad, but uh, Melissa says, the only temple I want to get married in is San Diego. 
Really? So if you're not the man to do that for me, then I was like, oh shit. I was like, so it wasn't an option. Yeah, I was like, it wasn't an option. Yeah. And so I was like, San Diego, here we go. Is there a reason? You booked it three years out. Yep. Didn't even know for three years. Exactly. We're going. Was there? Wait, was there a reason for that temple, or she just liked it? Oh, she she just always loved it. You know, she she loves the castle. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. It's a beautiful temple. Off the highway in San Diego, if you've ever seen it, like stands out, man. Castle and all white. So we had to do it there. Dang, it's an amazing experience. So. I bet it was, man. Yeah. I bet it was. I think uh, like that's the goal, right? Like, definitely have a Temple Mariners, mm-hmm. uh, sealed family, you know, celestial family, whatever it is, man. And you're on that path, bro. Like, you're on there, dude. Yeah. We're just to trying to catch up. <laughs> nah, We're just it, trying to do what you do. <laughs> just trying. It's true. That's super <laughs> sick, dude. That's super that's cool. That's super cool. So, you've been married three years. Kid on the way. Life's going to get crazy, mm-hmm. right? It, it already is crazy. You already said that, right? But it's going to get even more crazy. What are you guys planning to do to make sure the gospel is still a priority in your life when you're getting less sleep when the baby's crying when the baby needs food right when you're when you're working right and when when life gets crazy busy how are you going to make sure the gospel still stays a priority that's a that's a great question and that's something that me and my wife you know we're still striving to to do and to live by and we you know when we first got married like we we've always been you know attending church you know doing our calling doing what we're supposed to do but you kind of have like you're your own person now. You don't got rules yeah. to follow, but like per se, you don't have your mom and dad telling you what to do mm-hmm. and and all that. And so it we did kind of like we we went to church, but we didn't feel the spirit was like completely with us all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we would talk about as a couple. Like, dang, I think we're just kind of going through the motions a little bit, mm-hmm. and I, we really need to have the spirit with us. Because, you know, life is hard. <laughs> Work, you know, you know, if you lose a job, which, you know, which I did at some point in our marriage, it's it's tough, you know, yeah. and you're living your own life now as a couple. And something that we actually, you know, this new year and the last couple of years is we want to, you know, do good in our calling. We want to fulfill it, you know, be about it, be a part of it and, you know, help the people that our calling um, needs us to be. And then also, you know, having companionship inventory. No, those are some crazy experiences. Oh, <laughs> Especially with the poly. Boxing match. So, right yeah, so that's what we. She's we, right. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. You're right, man. I'm sorry. That's a good idea. You're wrong, but you're right. I promise you're right. And so, yeah, that's something we're we're striving to do, and um. We, you know, daily prayer is huge, man. Oh, yeah. Like, you you know, con- like having a conversation with Heavenly Father every day is is what really helps you throughout your day and week. Like, you need him. You you not only need him, you need, you know, his son. You need his, yeah. like, atonement. You need yep. the gospel. Like, everything. Like, you, you need it. You like, need it. <laughs> you actually, you know, it's, it's hard. But, you know, together, you know, when you find that person that's willing to go through those hard times and that has a testimony mm-hmm. and that you both have testimonies is, is a huge um, bonus and like a huge strength to you mm-hmm. and your testimony because, you know, you never know what, you know, you guys would go through in life together, but what you do have is the gospel. And I think just talking to each other, you know, has helped us, uh, you know, going to church, you know, teaching the kids. We're primary teachers, mm-hmm. you know, five-year-olds. Yeah, <laughs> and so, yeah, you know, they're, they're the, you know, they're awesome, rowdy sometimes, but I you mean, love them and yeah. they're young. They're the future. Yeah. And so you have to set that example to them. And yeah, we, we've definitely realized the blessings we've had the last couple of years, you know, especially with our, our son, you know, on the way, like 
it was hard at first, but you know now we have to be good for him. Mm-hmm. Like he he's going to grow up in a hard world and a world that is challenging for a lot of kids, young adults, you know, RMs, and we have to be strong. And he needs the gospel, and so we need to be strong for him. And mm-hmm. it's just you know we were we were both both raised you know in the church, and we have a very strong families who are supportive and you know kick us in the butt sometimes when yeah. we need it and. You know, it's just, yeah, It everyone experiences differently. Um, but you need the gospel. Like, you need it. If you don't yeah. think you do, you do. Yeah. You need it all the more if you don't think you do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just be honest. That's, that's a good point. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I just want to touch up on one of those points of, uh, um, you know, we got baby baby Foster on the way, baby Oose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of ner- nerve-wracking, bro. It's like mm-hmm. you bring in I know where you're going. a child of God into the world, right? And Heavenly Father has bestowed that responsibility on His children, and especially those in um, in the covenant of marriage. Yeah. Bro, are you uh, you nervous? <laughs> me, me, my, me, and Melissa, man. Every night we're laying there watching a movie, and we're like, we have a baby right next to us. <laughs> like, oh no, oh, scary, man. Man, it's nerve wracking, man. I bet. But you know, seeing Ethan and my close friends mm-hmm. have kids, like. You all start somewhere, you know, and you all go through the same things. It might not be the same experiences, but, you know, like just looking at other people and our, our family members who have kids, it, it definitely helps us, but it doesn't take away your nerves. Like, yeah. this is your child, you know, who yeah. you got to who you gotta care for. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, you got to take care of him and, and help him and be there for him in, in the future. Like, you know, you, you, you need to do that. And it's I I think about it every day, all day. Yep. Me and Melissa talk about it all day. And we're we're so excited, man. We're we're blessed. Uh but yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes when he comes, yeah. you know. So yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited for you guys, man. I think uh just to answer that question that you gave was, you know, yep. Yeah, it is going to be nervous. Like, there's going to be some stuff you're not used to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you definitely have a support system and you have your parents, you got Melissa's parents as well, and you got us, you know, our family and things. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you brought it back to the gospel, right? You brought it back to the uh, Father in Heaven and Jesus Christ. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. if you just raise them in the gospel and, and stick with the with the truths that we've, no- that we've known since we've grown up and that we've come to understand, like, bro, that's the bread and butter of life right there, bro. Just mm-hmm. the gospel of Jesus Christ and... Dude, is it gonna be hard? Of course, it's. I, mean, I don't have any kids, but I see my family. Like it's tough for them, yeah. but I see, like I see the the smile on their faces, right? The good times, like the good times outweigh the bad times every single time, especially with children and especially with the gospel, right? Mm. Um, and just to see that and to see that, like that's your next step in life, bro. Like that's crazy to me, <laughs> and I'm super proud of you and, and the stuff that you guys are doing because that's the next step of life, bro. And there's gonna be one day where I'm gonna be there, that you're gonna be there, and then. You know, guest 99 is going to be like 18 kids running around here. <laughs> like, Yo, kids, get back, in, get back in the house. <laughs> so, man, that's super cool. I'm excited for you guys. I think, you. That, I think that's super cool. And the thought that kind of that occurred to me as you were just kind of sharing the, like your thoughts there was just like everything we've talked about tonight and honestly in season one applies to, to mm-hmm. being a father, to being a mother, to being a parent. Yeah. Right? Be patient with yourself. Mm-hmm. Give yourself time. It's okay to make mistakes. Right, you're going to make mistakes, right? Work together with your companion, with your spouse, right? Everything we've talked about, right, and adjusting from the mission applies to adjusting to having a child or starting a marriage, right? I mean, I think it's so it's so crazy how how much the mission truly prepares you for the rest of your life. Yeah, 
And I don't think a lot of people realize, right? It's not just your, it's not just these next two years. It is from the moment you decide to serve, it is the is the rest of eternity. It will forever impact you for forever. And I don't think people realize the the magnitude of that choice that they're making. Like, oh yeah, I can 18 months, two years, sure, let's do it. You know, no, it's it, from now on, it's forever. Yeah. Like it will forever impact you for the for the better. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. Yeah. I agree, man. I agree. Super excited for you guys. And um and as we wrap up and as we close, once again, dude, thanks for coming on mm. to the pod, bro. Guest ninety nine. We appreciate it. Yeah, read the flag, you know, where to find <laughs> us. Um hit that subscribe button. Um but yeah, so first episode of season two. And like we've done in other episodes, we try to, you know, in a, in a unique way, right? Sometimes it's sharing a testimony. Sometimes it's like doing it in their language or just sharing an experience with us. Um, but I, as I was pondering and and thinking about, you know, what we can do for you, Colson, was um, like a thought came to mind. Like, you know, this is going to be out there, right? This is going to be on the internet. This is going to be um, in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. And I, I would assume that there would be a time where um, – you know, little baby Fossa would be old enough to understand this, right? Mm-hmm. And and kind of listen to it. So just to end, if you feel comfortable, uh, let's say 10, 15 years, he does listen to this. Um, I would I would want to invite you to kind of just bear a testimony, but more like, what would you want to say to him, you know, in the future? Like, if what he was you, here- What do you want him to know? What do you want him to know? What do you want him to, to come to understand about, you know, in the future? Oh man, you put me on the, the spot with that one. Get the tissues uh, out, boys. <laughs> yeah, you're right, man. Like, it's crazy to think about. Um, yeah, I mean, if if he was sitting right here, like, if there's one thing that I would like want him to know that I knew, you know, and that his his mom knew, was that we love him. Uh, but most importantly, that his heavenly Father loves him, and his Savior. Like, you know, you go through like, man. It, dude, it's, it's hard, man. Like, you know, life. But if there's one thing that we could, you know, that we could tell our son is to live the gospel. You know, stay true to it. Uh, it's going to be hard for you, you know, with you know throughout your life with with some certain circumstances. But if you rely on your Father in heaven and your Savior, you don't have to worry. And I will, you know, like, it's kind of, it's weird saying that, you know, that I'm going to have a son to, you know, to, to say this to, but the, the church is true. Um, the, the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is the, it's, it's, you need it. It's the most true thing on the earth. The gospel is the most true thing. Um, the Book of Mormon, it's definitely the word of God, you know, with, with the Bible, they, they each prophesy of the Savior and read them, you know, read those books um, all the time. Your father <laughs> is not perfect at it all the time, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, you weren't sent here to be perfect. And you, you know, my son, you weren't sent here to be perfect, but um, read it, ponder it, pray about it, enjoy it, share it, go on a mission. You know, that's what, you know, the men are supposed to do. You need to go and, you know, serve a mission. And I know that if you do that, you, the rest of your life will just take its course. Like, I, like I've said before, and um, man, it's, wow, <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's, 
know that we love you, man. Yeah, and just just know your heavenly Father loves you, and and your Savior, and they got you. Um, with anything, turn to them, pray to them, ask ask them for help, and you'll have it. And uh, yeah, it's just again, the church is true. Joseph Smith, he's a, you know he's a true prophet, and yeah, that's I have my testimony is was built on the mission. That's where I found mine. And, you know, if there's people out there wondering if they should go, don't, like, pray about it. But you should go. And you'll find out for yourself. And that's basically what I did. And I'm so grateful. It changed my life. Hopefully it changes, you know, my son's life and everyone. And, yeah, I love it. And that's my testimony. And I say that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Costa, bro, thanks for... Be a wonderful testimony. Definitely, definitely felt the spirit, and just want to add my testimony to that too. Um, you know that, that Jesus Christ is our Savior, and um, this is Israel's soul gospel. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints is Israel's soul gospel here on the earth, and um, you know I always had a a small testimony of that, and I, and I never denied it, um, but I didn't come to find to to be true on my own when I was on my mission. Um, is that when I was invited to to study the Book of Mormon and to and to come to apply these things and and that's why I've come to know these things to be true and that's why we have a platform like this. Um, so for those who are wondering <clears throat> about going on a mission or about the church to be true, um, you know we're not perfect people or anything like that. We're just trying to be the best disciples of Jesus Christ we can. Um, and I've come to understand those things too. So I just wanted to have my testimony of that as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, if I could, if I could, you know, tell tell those people. I won't say future son. I, you know, I'm not not married. Don't have one on the way anytime soon. But you know, to those people around me, you know, that I love and care about, you know, one thing it's it's that the gospel's true. That no matter what you do, there will always be people, right? Whether it's heavenly Father and Jesus Christ, they will always be there. But they will always be other people as well that love you, that care about you, that want the best for you, that want you to be happy, right? And we know that the the most happiness that you can find is in the gospel. Right, and that's why we talk about the gospel all the time. That's why we strive to live the gospel. Right, is, is is we find the most joy and happiness in life as we live the gospel. Right, and that's and that's my testimony, and that's why, you know, we we go and we teach it for eighteen to, to two years, eighteen months to two years, and we come back and we continually strive to live by it. Um, and that's and that's my testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Man, what a good first start of season two, boys. Yeah. What a good start. Wow. That's why I had to call my boy and say, hey, we need you. <laughs> Come on in. Strong start. Exactly, Strong start. Exactly. But once again, Coach, we just wanted to say thanks for coming on to, to Guest 99 season two. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. Um, any last shout outs before we end? Hey, man. Take a listen, guys. This is These guys are doing a great job. And yeah, give it a listen and it, it will help you. So shout out to my wife again. I love yes, you. Sir. Thank you listen, so much. Bro. Shout out to the yeah. pod. Yep. <laughs> love it. Love it, man. Yeah, hey, well, we appreciate you joining us tonight, man. Thank we you. really do, we really do. All right. That's uh, season two, episode one of Guest 99. We will boats, catch boys. you next week. Love you, boys. Yes, sir. <laughs> Peace out. Yes, sir.